Today, we pick the winners and losers of the GOP debate last night. Trump gives an exclusive interview to Tucker Carlson and is now set to be arrested later this evening. Sounds like we've got a lot to talk about, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and today we will go over the GOP debate from last night in case you missed our coverage that we had going on all night. And I do mean all night. Do you see the bags under my eyes? We were here all night and here we are again. But today I am joined by uh, Jakub Uyens, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line, and Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program. Um, and uh, you guys, I know you guys both watched both the GOP debate and the Trump and Tucker Carlson interview that we will get to later on. Um, so I want to try to not, let's just like tackle one at a time. Um, because there is a lot to cover with this particular debate. Now, I want to um, I want to play some clips, um, and then I want to get into Are kind you of. Allowed to? <laughs> well, we're doing it. Um, no one's told me I can't. Play it. This might be the last show of the News and Why It Matters that you see, um, which is really really sad because I have a new set directly across from here that nice. is like almost ready to go and it's gorgeous and well i appreciate that i can't wait to uh, have an unveiling for the audience but um so i want to start with ron DeSantis, who obviously is second to trump um i think in uh you know everyone's view of well it's gonna be trump but if trump were to somehow leave the race for any particular reason which i don't know they keep trying to arrest him and throw him in jail so that might be the case uh desantis would be the obvious front runner at that point um and i know that there were you know there were some critiques of ron desantis and how he is running his campaign i think he had uh, a lot that he needed to show uh the people and so i want to play for you uh ron desantis talking about ukraine which Nikki Haley, Mike Pence want to stay in Ukraine forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And Ron DeSantis uh, talking about Ukraine and talking about defending our borders rather than sending money to Ukraine, I think had a pretty strong moment here. Let's watch that. It's not a so territorial as, as dispute President either. of the United States, your first obligation is to defend our country and its people. And that means that. you're sending all this money, but you're not doing what we need to do to secure our own border. We have tens of thousands oh, wow. of people who are being killed because what well, we're not handling up. both. And so I am going to declare it a national no, emergency. I'm, I'm not going to send troops to Ukraine, but I am going to send them to our southern border. When these drug pushers are bringing fentanyl across the border, that's going to be the last thing they do. We're going to use force and we're going to leave them stone cold okay. dead. Okay. I thought that was a terrific moment from Ron DeSantis. I thought that he gave, he delivered the passion that he needed. Um, and I, you know, I think he had some weak moments as well, but I thought that that was a good moment for Ron DeSantis. How did you guys feel like he performed last night? Not good enough. Yeah. Uh, he did have a few moments like that, even though I wanted more from that. I mean, I didn't hear mm -hmm. much I did about too. funding and weapons and all that stuff was a big, which is a big part of, you know, the whole debate. But uh, no, I, I thought that he needed to show the country 
something. Mm -hmm. And if anything, that he's not who the Trump campaign has been portraying him as, right. which is unlikable, you know, stiff, uh, you know, all, all these other different things, a shill for the, you know, the establishment, whatever, which he's, he's not that. Um, but he needed to show something. The problem is he was just completely outshined by Vivek. Almost every single time he was outshined by Vivek. And there was times when, like, remember that one time when they were like, you know, would you uh, vote for Donald Trump? And he looked yes, around first. He looked first. around, and that was my main critique. Whoa, of that was Criticism. horrible. I know. Less th lesser things have tanked campaigns. Mm -hmm. I mean, for crying out loud, what was that one guy that just, like, yelled really loud in the Democrat pri uh, primary? Just did that, yeah, thing. Remember that guy? <laughs> yeah, Howard Dean. Howard Dean, yeah. yeah. That killed his campaign. Just doing that killed his campaign. It was not a good look. Well, I mean, that, that, that's not what a leader does. A leader doesn't look around to take the temperature no. in the room before they raise their hand. It was like he didn't know how to answer. Yeah. Which is, yeah, not good. I don't know. DeSantis was riding so high after he became governor. Mm -hmm. I mean, he single-handedly defeated a party in a state. I mean, at that point, I was like, oh, my gosh, he could actually take the nomination. But then his campaign took over, and they tanked this thing. Yeah. I don't know what their issue is. We better figure it out. Yeah, I'm starting to really believe that one of our nation's biggest problems are the political pundits, the consultants, these people the, 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 who run higher. Because it's, it's the times of Reagan, it's the old way, it's the establishment way, and it creeps in. Even in a guy like, like DeSantis, it's almost like is it the same guy, is it a different guy? That was a very strong moment, Sarah. But something that bothered me with him, and I think he underperformed, I think they all underperformed, all of them. And Vivek is a non-starter for me, and I've got a list, zero. Oh, I don't Can't, trust him. Cannot have that guy lead anything, not a lemonade stand in this country. But when Ron got desperate and he went into, who did this, this, this? Me. When that spirit comes mm -hmm. out, mm -hmm. now all of a sudden it's not about you. It's about the nation. Keep it with the nation. Keep it going forward. Don't look in the rear view. And he did it twice. Who did this, 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 and this? Me. And I go, okay, you're not going to win the me battle against Donald Trump. That's fair. He's going to win the me battle all day long because he owns it and he does it in a different way, in a likable way. So Ron looked concerned to me last night. I thought they were, we'll stay on him for the moment. He had moments, Sarah. That was a really strong moment. Maybe the strongest on the southern border mm -hmm. of any of them, right? Yeah, and, but, and I do think, I mean, I, I understand what DeSantis is trying to do, which is I'm the one with the track record to show yes. that I can get these things done. And I agree with him that he was the only one on that stage who has a track record that I can believe in. Um, but I, I wonder, and we can switch and talk about some of these other people in a second, but I wonder if part of his problem, because Jason, you're saying, like, he just did all of this as governor of Florida. What, like, what, where's the disconnect? And I agree with you that part of it is the campaign, whoever he has working for him. Yeah. I, I think there needs to be some a shakeup, perhaps. But I also think that he's at a disadvantage that it's almost like, you know, we're talking about how they perform, how they speak. You want them to be likable. You want them to do. And so at the end of the day, it's like, how much does your actual track record matter in 2023 America? How much do people even care what's going on rather than they just want to see that you look nice and you're able to speak well, which is a horrible way of voting for who's going to lead, right? I mean, like, it, that's not I mean, a good way to do things, but it seems to be that, that it, that's what resonates with people. America's been voting likability and suave for a long time. That's yeah. how Gavin Newsom's still in California. That's how Barack Obama, Obama. got elected. Okay? I know, I know. He's just smooth, and the dude was smooth. I know. He was smooth, man. But, but, but I'll, I'll say this, though. For Ron, this is a window. 
This was his moment. This is a window. You got to seize the moment. You got to go in there and swing for the fences. Why fences? Why not saying, this is what we, not I, because that's a lie. Mm -hmm. No one man does anything by himself. He's got a team of people in Florida. Yes, he was the leader. This is what we did in Florida, and this is what we're going to do for the nation. This is what worked there against Disney. This is what's going to work in Washington. And move us forward. Say, hey, we did this, but I'm not a narcissist. I'm not boasting on that. And, and that tactic is what we're bringing to Washington, D.C. And how we got Disney to play by the rules in Florida, we're going to make you know, the FBI. And start projecting forward with the momentum from your past. Because people did like him, Sarah. They, yeah. they love what he did in Florida. Mm -hmm. And he knocked the teeth out of some giants. What, what he showed that he can do is he's the, he's the only person on that debate stage that has the balls to do something to, to do something different or have a different idea and move on it. Yep. Actual, actionable, like, Correct. results. Yes. He's the only one. Everybody else was establishment. Yep. You got Mike Pence. You got yep. Nikki Haley. Blah, blah, blah. We've all heard that right. stuff before. Right. You can get that from the worst of the rhinos in the GOP anytime you want. Yep. There's nothing different. The only other difference would be like Vivek, and Vivek's biggest talent is picking out what pisses people off the most or, piss, or picking out what people really want to hear and being a, an effective communicator mm -hmm. for that. Which, That's it. He has no track record outside of that. He's an opportunity. He just tells you, yeah. exactly, tells the people what they want to hear. That's right. about it. Right. He's an opportunity. He's right. good at it. He is very good at it, which, um, so so let's, let's talk about Vivek then. Uh, so, Last night, I think he did do a lot of that, and I think he realizes, just as anyone who follows this for a living realizes, which is this is his opportunity to get his name out there to a lot of people who have no idea who he is. They have no idea what comments he's made in the past that perhaps contradict what he's saying now. Uh, you know, they have no idea about any of his positions. So he can say whatever he would like. And as long as he says it well to all of these people, they're going to go, wow, I really like that guy. I think there's something to it. And so I want to play uh, Vivek coming out. And it was the moment that he talks about uh, climate change being a hoax. And he makes this comment about, you know, I, well, I, I'll say it. I'm the only one who can say it. Climate change is a hoax. So I want to play that moment much. Let us be honest as Republicans. I'm the only person on the stage who isn't bought and paid for, so I can say this. The climate change oh, agenda whoa, 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 whoa. is a That's hoax. Ridiculous. The climate change is agenda is a hoax. And we have to declare independence for it. And the reality is, the anti-carbon agenda is the wet blanket on our economy. So, I thought that was a misstep to say everyone else on this stage is bought and paid for. And I was disappointed that Governor DeSantis was not given an opportunity to respond. Who is it that you think that I am bought and paid for by? Because I just transformed, I just transformed Florida. Mm -hmm. They're now, it's now deep, deep red. And it used to be purple. And my administration did that. So who, who is it exactly that you think I'm bought and paid for? Like, I, I just wish that he had an opportunity to respond because I keep hearing that from Vivek. And every time he says it, I don't think that it resonates. Because Vivek is a very small man. He's a small man. He's got small man syndrome. You find this in the locker room. He's a little guy, not in stature, mm -hmm. in character. He's a little guy. He talks, but he's very insecure. Any guy that has to cut a mudsling unilaterally to make himself be elevated is an insecure guy. I'm telling you, Vivek, 
will flip. This guy yes. is so non-trustworthy. He'll flip to another party. He's about himself. He's an opportunist. And, and that was a gross overstatement. And the boo wasn't against him saying climate change is a hoax. The boo was against him saying everybody else is bought and paid for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are people up there that not, I think you can make that DeSantis. argument. But not DeSantis. And how did Fox, how did Fox not actually? Get, he's he's the he's the front runner on that stage. How did they not give him the the next question? I agree with you. And so to your point, listen to this. So the minutes each candidate spoke, Mike Pence spoke the most out of all of them. <laughs> Twelve minutes and twenty six seconds that compared. Vivek eleven minutes thirty eight seconds. Chris Christie eleven minutes thirty seven seconds. Ron DeSantis ten minutes one second. So he's fourth down the line. How is that possible? How do you read that? Because you could read that as Ron wasn't assertive enough. He should have asserted, he should have led. And, and this comes into, do I look around the room? How are other people going to raise their hand or not? That's concerning. I, I, also, mean, I also think that um, Fox News did not do a great job of actually moderating. No. I, I thought that they were horrible. They let the candidates talk all over them. They'd, I mean, I'm shutting the mic off. If you don't listen to me the first time I say, stop, and I'm trying to interject and ask my question and direct it a different way. You're talking over me. I have absolutely no tolerance for that. And they seem to just let anyone jump in whenever they wanted to. And as long as they kept talking over you, the moderators would just stop talking and let them finish. They need to stop having the mainstream media do these debates. I know. I cannot stand it. it now, especially with the virality of uh, social media and how mm -hmm. they can pull these clips, all, you can tell the moderators, you know, like Brett Baer, whoever, they're just looking for this gotcha moment yes. yeah. so that they can be the star yes. and getting the candidate yes. to say whatever yes. or whatever. Yes. That, that's, all, that's what the debates are about now. It's not, not actually extracting no. real plans and not strategy at all. at all. And, you know, it used to be if you're directly attacked, then here's your time for a rebuttal. Exactly. Right? exactly. So he attacked everybody on stage. Yeah. But nobody gets to say, excuse me, buddy. Um, who do you think I'm bought and paid for? You know, who, who's, who do you think I have in my back pocket? Right. Uh, it was a debacle. And to your point, I think it is that. It's, it's Fox going, what moment can we get to elevate Fox? Mm -hmm. And versus, hey, how do we serve the American people here with information and make these people actually tell us who they are? Mm -hmm. if, I think, if I think, does anybody rise up? Who won last night? I, I, I don't know that there's a winner. DeSantis, people will say Vivek, but I'm just telling you, you cannot... You cannot trust that a, a Vivek is not what we think. I agree with you, but I also think he had the most to gain because sure. he didn't have the name recognition that sure. the others have. So I, I don't, I would say, I agree with you about his character. Mm -hmm. I just think he had the most to gain because he now he has exposure and he speaks well. So he did all the things that he needed to do. I, I just don't, I don't trust him. I don't think people should vote for him. I just think he, he had the most to gain, therefore he is yeah. the clear, obvious winner. What, in my mind, there was no clear winner at all mm. because it all stayed the same. Trump is still the clear front runner. The rest right. of them are in the, that was the vice president uh, primary. That was not for the race for second primary. place. Race yeah. for second best. Yeah. There was a winner though, and I think it was non-mainstream media outlets. Mm -hmm. people, organizations like Blaze TV, Daily Wire, all, all of them, I think people are starting to look to them over Outlets like Fox News. Yeah. Fox News. And they needed to ask some, some questions that I didn't even see them ask last night. They just didn't do it. Dude, they didn't ask anything about uh, the mutilation of children sure. and the trans ideology, but they asked about UFOs. Yes. Unbelievable. Where was the actual conversation that touches the American family right. today? The mother. Right. right. School choice. 
her ability to keep yep. her children safe, the government saying, we own your children, you know, you know, double mastectomies. Oh, we can't talk about that stuff on a debate stage. Uh, we're talking about that stuff every day. Mm -hmm. And then I'll say this, this table last night gave infinite more information. Again, Dace was money. Mm -hmm. You were amazing. I mean, uh, Fran Stuber did his job. I mean, I mean, so it's very disappointing that it's it's all for show. It's. <laughs> I saw I saw a report the other day. It was uh, Jesse Waters. Yeah, he was talking about like the resurgence in COVID. He was talking about how the mainstream media is pushing this. <laughs> I was like, bro, you can't say that anymore. <laughs> You are in Ew. with them. You used to get say that when it was like CNN, MSNBC all yeah. against you and you were the one rebel. Yeah. No, you are with them right. and the rest of the country, we now know that. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> um, so I want to, we may get into a couple more clips here after the break, but we do need to go ahead and take one. And I want to get into the, the Trump-Tucker interview as well. Um, first, we want to thank our sponsor, this segment, my Patriot Supply. So um, look, the, the, the deal is, things are not going great in this country. And... Um, Everyone should have emergency food supply. And the whole idea behind emergency food supply is that you got to get it before the emergency hits because you don't know when you're going to need it. But you do know that with Joe Biden at the helm, anything can happen. You need to go try out My Patriot Supply. They are the nation's leader in high quality emergency food. So uh, they'll get you set up with uh, breakfast, lunches, dinners. All the food kits have 2,000 plus calories per day. They've got up to a 25 year shelf life. So you know that it will be there when you need it. By the way, I think it ships discreetly so your neighbors aren't going to know whenever that disaster strikes and you're set with your family. They're not going to be knocking at your door like, hey, I saw that my Patriot Supply come to your door and I was wondering if you could share. No, it's for me. You can go to preparewithnews.com. You'll save $200 on your three-month emergency food kit from my Patriot Supply. That is preparewithnews.com. So uh, before we talk about Trump, I want to talk about one other candidate here who I thought did not do herself any favors last night. And that is, I said her, so you know it's Nikki Haley. Um, I, very weird moments from her. And I want to play one of them here. I'm talking about Mike Pence, too. I don't know. It's kind of confused there. <laughs> That's a great point. I did, I did say her, so I can see how that would be confusing for you, Jason. Um, so I want to play Nikki Haley in one of her moments where I don't know who she thinks that she's talking to here as a conservative, well, in the Republican debate, constantly dealing in identity politics, talking about, oh, I'm a woman. Did you know that I'm a woman? Well, I'm a woman. Here's some of that, watch. Hold on, hold on. Hey, Governor Haley, would you like to respond? Are you so bought Brett, and paid what for? what I would like to say is the fact that I think this is exactly why Margaret Thatcher said, if you want something said, ask a man. If you want something done, ask a woman. That is the corniest thing I've ever heard. And it is so embarrassing every time these women get up here and try to do this. And I'm like, this is why you need to not not do any of this. And you know that was prepped months in advance. Yes. yes. Like that was supposed to be her Kamala Harris version of I was that little girl. Oh, that, that was her. And she so saw that bad. moment. I'm waiting for the moment. You're talking to a party that like what? at least 40% of their platform is against stuff like right. identity politics. Right, right, I mean, what are you doing? Like, okay, feminist, you're running in the wrong party, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. We, so, don't, we don't do that kind of stuff around here. See, if I would have been moderating it, I would have instantly walked up to the podium and just put a jar uh, of peaches 
uh, right in front of her and said, all right, I'm talking about opening that jar. Uh, yeah. Why open don't you it. do open, open that it. jar? Open See it. See if you can do it. Yeah. Change yeah. the tire. It just was so, oh, disgusting, really. Yeah, and, and Brett Bear too. But, I mean, Nikki, I've said forever, she's, she's not... She's not of our party. She's not of the cons Christian conservative movement like what we think. Yeah. And these moments prove it. When she pulls a Margaret Thatcher or whoever quote from who knows when out, and I'm just waiting for the moment to drop it in, does she really honestly believe that further emasculating the men in the conservative movement is going to play no. well? No. Because I'll tell you, the women in the conservative movement are actually standing with their men. Yeah. They're actually starting to champion men. So this is... This is what I'm saying. They're so ill-prepared. It was such an underperformance. Mm -hmm. It's like, really? This is your moment. Right. She, she should this is the best you can come up with as a former governor, mind you. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I mean... So I want to, before, I want to get your thoughts, Jason, but let, I want to play, we talked about this a little bit off air. I want to play uh, Nikki Haley talking about uh, abortion. And again, I felt like a very weird moment from her where she's just not quite sure who she's talking to here when it comes to abortion watch. We need to stop demonizing this issue. This is talking about the fact that unelected justices didn't need to decide something this personal because it's personal for every woman and man. Now it's been put in the hands of the people. That's great. When it comes to a federal ban, let's be honest with the American people and say it will take 60 Senate votes. It will take a majority of the House. So in order to do that, let's find consensus. Can't we all agree that we should ban late-term abortions? Can't we all agree that we should encourage adoptions? Can't we all agree that doctors and nurses who don't believe in abortion shouldn't have to perform them? Can't we all agree that contraception should be available? And can't we all agree that we are not going to put a woman in jail or give her the death penalty if she gets an abortion? Let's treat this like the like a respectful issue that it is and humanize the situation and stop demonizing the situation. I mean, it's hard to overstate how bad that answer was, specifically the beginning where it's like, wait, did you just say you didn't support the overturning of Roe versus Wade? But she played both sides in one answer, Sarah. And that's I what know. she did earlier with Ukraine and defending. You can do both. Right. Uh, no, we no, cannot. No, you can't. No, we cannot. And she did the same in that answer. You know what? I'm going to give an answer and I'm going to appease Everybody. Yeah Mike, Mike, yeah, Mike Pence actually had a good moment right after that. He did. Yes, he said, he, did. he said that you don't lead by consensus. Right. Correct. Which is exactly yes. right. Stop demonizing murder? Yeah. I'm sorry, but f*** you, Nikki Haley. <laughs> yeah. I am going to demonize yeah. murder. Yeah. I, that's, that's, I'm going to die on that hill. Yeah. Yes. I'll gladly do it. A hundred percent. We can't get 60 senators. No, I, do it. Yeah. We're yes. talking about murder. Yeah. Yes. G yeah. I want the person that's going to stand up there and say, I will get 60 senators to agree right. with But it. see, right. Nikki doesn't, Nikki doesn't right. believe it's murder. You're hearing the real heart of the person. And this is what I say when in the conservative movement, we always just jump on these people. Oh, they're with us. Oh, Elon's with us. No, he's not. He's not. He kind of looks like it in free speech a little bit, but there's another agenda. Oh, Tulsi Gabbard's with us. Mm. No, she's not. Oh, mm. Nikki, no, this is her speaking for who she really is. I'm going to play both sides of the fence in one answer. Yeah. I'm going to demonize it and non-demonize it and be for abortion and, and against abortion. 
It is diabolical, Jason, because, yeah, it it, because if she's in power like she was, she'll actually act upon it that way. Yeah, and she, she's, she is what is wrong with the conservative movement Correct. right yes. now. Yes. Do yes. you believe it's life or not? Right. right. I mean, that, that is, you can tell she kind of feels bad about it. You know, she, she's willing to put some restrictions on mm -hmm. it. So why are you willing to put some restrictions on it? Because you know it is wrong. Right. If you believe in it, take a stand mm -hmm. for crying out loud. But she won't take the shots for it. She won't take the hits for it. She won't take the political loss of political will or societal will for it. So a double-minded man cannot be blessed. So, that, so, so that's, that's the argument I've heard trying to defend her. It's like, oh, we'll never get this. So let's just get what we can. No. Let's not piss too many people off no. because... I, I, that's also, I, I also, do, I don't buy that crap because she's saying, well, you, I mean, you can't do that single-handedly as president. What can you do out of all the stuff that they said? What can you do single-handedly as president? You can't send money to Ukraine without Congress agreeing. Like the, almost everything you guys are talking about, you happens. have to have Congress agree. But the whole point of having the president be a leader is to sit there and have those conversations with your Congress and convince them. So if you're sitting, if you're standing up here telling me you are not the right person to convince these people on the on the heavy arguments. Why are you running? Yeah, you, right. you run on a platform of, I am going to do a federal right. ban on this. Yes. That's what you run yes. on. Yes. The people then vote for you, yes. and they put you in there, and then it's your job to convince Congress to, convince to get them. it done. Right. 100%. Right. What else does she think she, her right. job, what exactly. she's interviewing for right now? Exactly. But if you're not convicted by it, Jason, the reason, and I love your fire and your passion, even that you threw out, you know, a, an F-bomb, right? <laughs> Sorry. But no, but here's the I deal, though. I feel bad doing that. But, but, but here's the deal, though. It's a conviction for you. Yes. It's a core conviction, right? It's murder. It's not a core conviction for Nikki Haley. It's a political subject. So she won't die on that hill. She will point. not defend the baby in the Politics room. is her fire. It's politics. Yes. Yeah. Which, is, which is the only reason why you say, a bunch of unelected justices making a decision for a woman. Where have I heard that before? That's left. Oh. I thought the same thing. Oh. Left wing talking about uh, Nancy Pelosi? She stole it directly from every single leftist politician oh, out there. Yeah. So, um, all right. Let's go ahead and, and take a, a quick break. And then, and then we will get into the Trump and Tucker interview. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. So, Relief Factor is uh, there for those of you who, you know, millions of Americans, you just live in constant pain all the time. Maybe it's, you know, you got arthritis or you got tennis elbow or you got knee problems or neck problems, whatever the case may be. I feel your pain because, well, I'm old now. And, uh, you know, you just wake up and things hurt when you get old. And, uh, but I, so I use Relief Factor. It works for me. Um, it, I think, Jason, you've used it before as well. My knees. Jason's really old. I mean, I said I was old. Jason's way older. I, I was. I've been. I got in the habit of running when I was in the Marine Corps. Yeah. I couldn't do it anymore because it hurt my knees. And uh, I took Relief Factor. It took, I think, less than two weeks. Yeah. I was able to do my th my daily three mile runs after that. And there, over forty. It was. There are so many people who have that exact same story. So. If you're living in pain, this is all natural. It targets the inflammation in your body, um, and it actually works. 70% of the people who try this three-week quick start go on to keep ordering more. It's working for them. In most cases, like Jason said, it'll work in less than three weeks. Uh, so you will know if it will work for you when you buy this three-week quick start. You can go to relieffactor.com. Get that three-week quick start over at relieffactor.com.
All right, let's talk Trump on Tucker, uh, on Tucker on X now. You know, they had that Tucker on Twitter branding that they just they just made, and then Elon decided to change the name. <laughs> and I'm sure their team was like, you know, we, we planned a lot for Tucker on Twitter, and you just changed it, so awesome, <laughs> thanks. Um, so this was a 46-minute interview, uh, and last we checked, it had 220 million views on the platform, which substantially larger than people who watch the GOP debate. Now, I know that there is, uh, you know, something to be said for, like, is an impression actually a real view? How much are people actually watching of it? I don't know. But that's the number that we have to give you, 220 million. And um, I want to play some of these clips. Um, and I want to give Yaku some credit here because I think, you know, we talked about, like, is Tucker going to, to press him on something, give him, you know, hard questions to answer? And that, 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 not, that is not what this was. This was not a tryout. This was not what we would be getting from Trump had he gone to the debate. This was just kind of a bro conversation, it felt like at times. Um, so I'm not sure how much it accomplished for the American people who want to hear from the president on what he will do moving forward. Um, so I want to play... Uh, I want to play Donald Trump explaining why he decided, why he says he decided to skip the first uh, Republican debate. Watch. Thank you. Why are you at the Fox News debate tonight in Milwaukee? Well, you know, a lot of people have been asking me that. And many people said you shouldn't do them. But you see the polls have come out and I'm leading by 50 and 60 points. And, you know, some of them are at one and zero and uh, two. And I'm <laughs> saying, do I sit there for an hour or two hours, whatever it's going to be? And uh, get harassed by people that shouldn't even be running for president. Should I be doing that? Uh, and a network that isn't particularly friendly to me, frankly. You know, they uh, they were backing Ron DeSanctimonious like crazy, and now they've given up on him. I mean, he's it's a lost cause. It's reminded me very much of 2016. You know, in 2016, I went through the same stuff and had to fight them all the way, and then they became very friendly after I won, or just about when I was winning. But I just felt it would be uh, more appropriate not to do the debate. I don't think it's uh, right to do it. Uh, if you're leading by 50, 60, I have one problem leading by 70 points. And I'm saying, why am I doing it? And I'm going to have eight people, 10 people, whoever made the debate. I don't know how many it is, but I'm going to have all these people screaming at me, shouting questions at me all of which I love answering, I love doing, but it doesn't make sense to do them. So uh, I've taken a pass, as it's, you probably noticed. Oh, I, I did. <laughs> I'm grateful that you did. Okay, so I get it. I understand the answer. I understand the, the tactic. Um, I don't think that it's a, a wrong move, but I would just like to point out, why do the CNN town hall with Caitlin Collins then? Why? You're going into enemy territory there. You're having to answer the questions there. So why do that and now say, no, I'm not going to do it? Because Trump is best when he's under fire. Uh, and, his, and his people... So that, then why that's not... That's my point. But why not go... Then why not put him on that stage? Because, because... So if I'm advising Donald Trump, I'm like, continue to cast the rest of them as establishment, which they did on their own. Yeah. Let them be the establishment and let them clearly separate themselves from you. Like you are not, you're not a part of that. I mean, and I agree with him that some people did not belong on that stage. Why was Asa Hutchinson on that yeah. stage? Why was Mike Pence on that stage? Why was Chris Christie on that stage? Like none of them are going to be president. Why were they on the stage? I agree with him there. Oh. 
But I just, I felt like he really missed an opportunity to go in mm. and, and, and overshadow all of them. I disagree. Yeah, I don't, I don't, there is, he's right in the fact that he is leading by such a large margin. He is right. The only thing that will keep him out is if they try to, if they throw him in jail. They're going to try and throw him in jail. But if he right. goes to jail, that's the only <laughs> thing that stops him from being the, the nominee. It, it's him. Does that stop him? If he goes to jail? Well, that's what I'm saying. Is there, I've, I've been, I, it's unclear to you, you me can, if there even is a rule that, like, can't you run from jail? You can because. You if, think he'd give up then? What makes you think no, that he would? No. You, you can run from jail because if you do what Venezuela did and you imprison your opponent, that opponent has the right to run out of jail. But, but I mean, look, they're going to throw the kitchen sink at him so that he, even after he's the nominee and he's going to be the nominee. My thing, Jason, is this. Um, Yes, I agree with the president. They would throw mud at him. And, I, and, and he's not wrong for not doing the interview. However, I knew that this interview would teach us nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that Tucker, and I said it, not to toot my own horn, but no, that Tucker please. would not. Would, why not now? You got the whole stage. You're in some log cabin. It's warm and fuzzy. You might as well start the fireplace and have hot cocoa. It's so relaxed. It's so laid back. Give us info. <clears throat> Give us something here. There was yeah. only one policy question. Zero. At the zero, very end. Zero, bro. Okay. They, they, they missed cigars. It was a cigar, cigar club. It wasn't. And so it was a whole lot of nothing. And, he was, and he's likable. And he was very likable. And his demeanor was calm. But we need, we need information. And then people say, no, we don't. He was president before. Hey. Hey. We're in a much different situation. Different we world, man. Yeah. Different place. There are some things that I need him to tell the American people not just for him to become president, to bring this country back. I agree. To, to help people have confidence in this nation again, that families aren't just going to fall apart. And the DOJ one day in the future will be just again in something. So that's what, and I was disappointed in his one policy answer mm -hmm. was what you said, the border. I agree that needs to be done. But, there, but the deep state is not even going to let you uh, no. look at the border no. because they are going to weaponize against you day one. So day every one, day. every day, day yeah. one, Right when you go into the Oval Office is start dismantling yes. all of the, yes. every all single of the element agencies. of the deep state. And you need, probably need to start at the DOJ. Because mm -hmm. I have never, I wanted in both that interview and in the, uh, and in the Fox News debate, I wanted them to, re, I wanted them to spend 75% of it just talking about the weapons of the government. That's exactly what I said. That's, that's what exactly I am most the most critical right issue. Yeah. Exactly against the I American the people. How does, how, does, how does Trump not talk about that? That's my that's, point. But, but, is the, but that's not Trump's fault because he wasn't pressed. Tucker never asked saying. him. The, I knew Tucker. If Tucker, Tucker asked him, he would have answered. Or they, or they said, Tucker, stay away. I don't think I mean, so. maybe they did. I don't I think don't so know. either. I don't think it, so. Tucker just didn't go there. So, I will, so I, well, I want to play one more clip here of, of Tucker. Just for those of you who missed it, you, you, know, you don't have 46 minutes to, to spend watching this stuff. He asked him, I'm not going to play this one, but he asked him, do you think Jeffrey Epstein killed himself? Like, what is that? Which I thought, I mean, we have right here, we have a two-minute, two 19-second clip that, again, we're not going to play, but, like, there, it was more time spent on that. So they're spending multiple minutes talking about whether or not he thought Jeffrey Epstein was going to kill himself. And then he said, do you think the left will kill you, which I would like to play, um, because I, I just thought, like, it was just a very weird place that multiple to times. Oh, yeah. We so asked him multiple times, so are you going to be me. assassinated? Right. It, very, very weird to me. So here's some of that exchange watch. I'm looking at the trajectory since 2015 when you got into politics, yeah. you know, for real, and then one, uh, there, it started with protests against you, massive protests, right. organized protests by the left, and then it 
moved to impeachment twice, right. and now indictment. I mean, the next stage is, is violence. Is, are you worried that they're gonna try and kill you? Why wouldn't they try and kill you, honestly? Uh, they're savage animals. They are people that are sick, really sick. You have great people in the Democrat Party. You have great people that are Democrats. Most yeah. of the people in our country are fantastic, and I'm representing everybody. I'm not just Republicans or conservatives. Right. I represent everybody. I'm the president yeah. of everybody. But I've seen what they do. I've seen the lengths that they go to. When they make up the Russia, 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 when that's exposed and they go down and Barr should have gone after them and other people should have gone after. And they did very late because the Durham report came out. It was fairly good. It could have been a lot tougher, I guess, but it was fairly good. Jason, I interjected to play that. So your thoughts. Um. Was I talking about something else before that? Well, no. You said I mean, it just... was a good answer, and it oh. was a great answer. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. He, there's a lot of Trump ways Trump could have gone there, yes. and, uh, and he did not do what I thought he was going to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So saying, you know, making the clarification that he is, you know, president of the entire country and not just like one side, I, th I thought was really good. It was very presidential of him. It, I will yeah. say, though, that I've been, I've been at one of these interviews where we interviewed him. And we sat down and I prepared probably 50 questions, very in-depth questions on foreign policy, all kinds of stuff. And with him, it's almost impossible mm. to get to anything of substance. Mm. He talks for, a, when he goes in these interviews, he talks for a very long time and he always shifts it back over to the election or yeah. something like that. It's very hard to conduct a Donald Trump interview. We're talking about like water pressure. <laughs> at one point, yeah, yeah. the restrictions, yeah, the restrictions on water on water oh, pressure yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that that the Democrats have done. And I'm just like, I, I don't. I'm sorry, I, water pressure is not that my top on priority. And on and on. So like, long. That's on Tucker, okay. And, and honestly, Trump last night he he outshone Tucker. He may, it's almost like he was sitting there ready and ask me questions, I'll answer. I thought it was a brilliant answer. And Tucker asked him twice because he wanted Trump to say something. He actually wanted him to answer the question of potentially being taken out. Yeah. Yeah. And he really never did. And he asked him again. That yeah, was smart. A second time. And Trump was very smart there. You know, you would expect him to say, oh, they're going to come for me. And if they'll come for me, they'll come for you. You mm -hmm. know, and, that, and he didn't. And I thought that was huge of him. It was, it was big, but it was a whole nothing burger. Nothing. I mean, it's right. I mean, nothing to. I was disappointed. I was. I was disappointed. I wanted to hear more about his plan for the future. And yeah. that's on Tucker. And I, and I, and I didn't. Yeah. And I didn't really see it as a, a missed opportunity per se because I had it on. I had the Fox interview on one TV and that on my computer. Mm. It was both going at the same time. And just w what it was emblematic of is what I thought was really cool of it. Because the legacy media is dead. Yeah. Yes. It is. A, it's a. It's. A, it's a, now on a just driving full on off the cliff. You can see where the future is, and I mean, it's kind of, it's emblematic of what Trump wants to do, you know, hopefully, with the government and with the deep state, and just completely flip it upside down. Yeah. We're going in a different direction, and that's, I could, that's what I was thinking about the whole time. I didn't really fully care about the content at that point. Yeah, all right, let's go ahead and um, let's, let's talk more on Trump getting arrested tonight when we come back. We're going to take a quick break. Well, now that we've uh, just discussed your favorite president, Donald Trump, and uh, his the the lack of you know vision for the future, which again I put on Tucker, I don't put on yes. on Trump at all. Um, let's talk about that same man uh, about to be arrested 
tonight in Georgia. So he is expected to surrender today at 7.30 p.m. at the Fulton County Jail, that is Eastern Time, uh, on felony charges that, of course, he allegedly tried to overturn the election results in Georgia. Um, and the, the, this is the latest we know. I know this is as, as this is airing, it will happen shortly after the conclusion of this program. And we're going to get a mugshot. They're going to fingerprint him. Um, and they're going to, this is what we were discussing, what, $200,000 bail? Something, something like, like that. Yeah, something like that. It's, it's, it, I feel like I say this every time, but again, I just, I can't wrap my brain around the fact that this is actually happening. Here are the mugshots of all of the other people uh, who have had to come turn themselves in, go through it. You see Rudy Giuliani there Jenna in the Ellis. middle. You see Jenna Ellis there. You see Sidney Powell. Um, you see John Eastman um, and some others there who have had to, I mean, you know, the, the, the humiliation is part of the point, yeah. right? The humiliation process that they put you through is part of the point, and I appreciate Jenna Ellis at least owning it. I can, what a crazy precedent. I mean, you, you have... I can't believe it. You have a man's lawyer's... I can't believe it. Who just had to have their mugshots taken and arrested for giving their client legal for advice. For doing their yes. jobs. For yes. doing their jobs. Yes. What? Yes. Where's, where's, where's... What? I know. Where's attorney-client privilege? Where's the law? We've lost the law. We've lost it completely. I wow. mean, it's, it's, uh, it's absolutely weaponized. And these are the conversations that I need him to have now to tell the American people, let me tell you something. I'm going to restore law and order so that you as the American people will not have to walk through this. And we go, well, we know he's going to do that. Think for a second. He really just had two years to do his job. And he did a phenomenal job, okay? Yeah. And then they came after him. Yes. This time around, he's not going to have a day. He won't have a day when he won't be attacked and probably by his own party. Because I don't trust the McConnells and the oh, they don't want him. for nothing. No, they okay? don't want him. So, so this is going to be brutal. Brutal four years of him going after people, but also fending the wolves off. And so the American people need confidence right now. Not that he can be president. That's not the issue. Right. Their lives are falling apart. Their children are being attacked. You know, culture is lost its mind. And so we need leadership. And so Tucker, major fail, major fail. I think this is going to backfire against the Democrats. I agree. They're banking all of this, and I don't think they've realized how much they're galvanizing the base that Donald yeah. Trump has. They're losing voters. Mm -hmm. They're now predicting uh, one of their biggest demographics is not going to vote because Biden did so horribly. Mm -hmm. uh, this is going to backfire against them. I think that we need to be showing up in massive amounts in protests, peaceful protests, um, not doing anything well, careful, wild. Jason. Careful, you can get Jason. indicted if you say careful, someone buddy. should peacefully and patriotically Don't make their voices. Don't talk to a lawyer. Regardless. Don't talk to a lawyer. Your lawyer make, may get a mugshot. Make sure it's peaceful because you know there are feds in every single yeah. one of these yes. places. Yes. There are, yes. They yes. are there and they want you to do something yes. bad. Yes. That's what they're counting on. They the want Ray another the January Ray Epsis, right? The yep. Ray Epsis. That's what they want. So don't, do not give that to them. But show them that we can show up in mass. Mm -hmm. This is not okay for us. Mm -hmm. They would be doing that if Hillary Clinton was doing this right now. Oh. They'd be they'd be rioting all across the United States, and, and MSNBC would cheering them. ACLU would be would be showing up like you can't believe. Oh gosh, what they did to the lawyers? Can you imagine what the ACLU no. would do? For, oh my gosh. No. I know, it's disgusting. Um, anyway, we will have more on that tomorrow uh, after, of course, it has taken place. And we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. I texted with Jenna two days ago, and she sent me a link.
Russia's most powerful mercenary, they say. How do you say his name? Pergozin. Come on. Pergozin. Yeah, yeah. Okay. come on. He was on board a plane that crashed uh, Wednesday evening north of Moscow with no survivors two months to the day after he led a, a mutiny against the army top brass. So he was a dissenter, and this is what happened to him. And uh, Biden was asked about it, and this is his response. Mr. President, do you have a reaction to the plane crash in Russia? Shuffling. Very call. I was asked about this by you. I said I'd be careful what I drink and what I wrote in. I don't know for a fact what happened, but I'm not surprised. Do you think do you believe evil? There's not much that happens when the Russian recruit not behind, but I don't know enough to know the answer. I've been working out for the last hour and a half. I've been <laughs> working you? out for the last hour and a half. I doubt that Have for you? a second. I'm sure, Joe. Uh, Jason, quick quick thoughts on this. You got like 15 seconds. I don't know what to believe. Putin kills off all of his, his you know, enemies all the time. Right. Who knows? Who yeah. knows what to believe out of there? Yeah. Well, Joe wouldn't know because he was it's likely strong workout. It's like hard workout. Pouring out all over him, you could <laughs> He had a smoothie. <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.